but I'm not getting rich yet. <laughs> I saw that as part of a comment on a recent episode of mine. It was, it was an episode about client relationships and it was a longer comment and it was mostly about developing client relationships. But it ended with, I'm gratified by my work and the relationships it's created, but I'm not getting rich. And I don't know, maybe, maybe you are in a similar situation. Maybe you've had a similar experience. Uh, and usually I talk about marketing, copywriting, business, etc. But honestly, I spend as much time thinking about money and wealth creation. Maybe part of that is why I ended up in financial copywriting or part of that's from ending up in financial copywriting. Uh, but either way, today I want to share step number one to getting rich. And it is a very simple idea. Uh, I don't want you to dismiss it because it's too simple. It's not always easy. Um, but if you apply it, it is highly, highly effective. So let's talk about step number one to getting rich. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, before we dive into the content of the episode, just like and subscribe if you'd like more content like this. You can also leave a comment with this episode and let me know that you want more content on wealth creation and related topics. But like and subscribe. That's that's my whole sponsorship message for today's episode. Just like and subscribe <laughs> so you can get more content like this. So before we get to that step number one, uh, before we get to that step number one, I want to acknowledge that lots of things will help you get rich. Lots of things will help you get rich. One of the biggest ones is to learn a money-making skill. And by that, I'm really talking about skills that fall into two important categories. One is marketing or getting customers. And by marketing, I really mean direct response. And so it's it's sales multiplied through media. And there are two important money-making skills inside of marketing. One is being able to create conversions. So if you can actually turn, you know, somebody who is a decent prospect that's paying any attention to your marketing message into a paying customer, you know, through the skills of copywriting and conversions, et cetera, that's a great way to make a lot of money. Also, traffic or media buying. If you can get qualified customers from out in the ether, qualified prospects from out in the ether as they're browsing around the internet or, you know, in through traditional media, if you can get their attention so that the people who are good at conversions can convert those people into paying customers, that is also a highly, highly valuable skill. And those two skills working together are what are behind pretty much every successful marketing campaign. So marketing and direct response and creating sales is a great way to make money. It won't necessarily make you rich. Value creation is another way to make money. So things like creating offers, like creating offers that people want to buy, offering valuable services, so professional practices and even trades. Like there are a lot of trades jobs that give you enough money that you can get rich. True innovation and solving problems. So creating new innovations that turn into something that people use. That is great. 
Um, so, and usually good innovations that turn into something that people use involve solving some kind of problem, making people's lives easier, simplifying people's lives in some important way. Um, and so if you're able to create offers that are innovative, that solve people's problems, or that are just reliable at solving people's problems, it can help you make a lot of money. Another thing that can help you get rich is investing smart. So I'm not talking like gambling and speculation like on crypto because prices are going up. We have seen this year where all the people who were investing last year, investing but gambling and speculating really on the price of crypto going up where people are at today. There are a lot of people who have lost a lot of money in the last few months because they were not investors, they were speculators, they were gamblers. Um, so investing smart can help you get rich. But none of it matters if you don't know step number one. Okay, so here's step number one to getting rich. And I'll pull some language out of a book called The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Clausen. And it was written 100 years ago, but it is just as important today. Um, it is a parable book about the richest man in Babylon that conveys the principles of growing wealth. And step number one to getting rich is to pay yourself first, to save at least 10% of everything you make, to pay yourself first, save at least 10% of everything you make, and set that aside. And when you are able to do that, 10 months down the road, you have a month worth of uh, of, of income set aside. 10 years down the road, you have a year worth of income set aside. And I will say that that may not feel like a lot, but when I say save at least 10%, when you get good at this and you embrace it and you combine it with things like growing money-making skills, often what happens is you start with this basic practice of saving at least 10%, but you quickly grow that to, you know, saving 20, 30, 40, 50, even 60, 70, 80, 90%. Or, you know, you take somebody like Warren Buffett and he's saving like 99.999% of everything he makes um, because number one, he's he has a reputation of living within his means for a long time. But number two, he makes a ton of money, right? Um, but if you're not able to set to, to create this discipline, this practice, this consistency, of paying yourself first, of saving at least 10%. If you don't do this step one, you won't get rich. Another little angle at this uh, comes from my, he, he's been a personal mentor in copywriting, uh, but he's also somebody whose work I've studied quite a bit. Mark Ford, under the pen name Michael Masterson, one of the things that he talks about is he focused on getting at least a dollar richer every day. Get at least a dollar richer every day. And so, uh, the goal is to just adopt this consistent practice of getting a little bit richer and a little bit richer and a little bit richer. And this practice, this practice can lead to millions and millions and millions of dollars. Okay. So um, I, I did think that I was smart with money. So early on, early on, uh, I learned to hate debt. Like when I was pretty young, I learned that Debt is not a good thing uh, to the point where it took me too long to get credit cards. And so it was slow to, I was slow to build my, my credit score because I didn't want credit cards, but I didn't realize that if you get a credit card and you pay it off every month, 
you actually build credit and that can be advantageous. But early on, I learned to hate debt and I always spent all the money that I had. Um, but I always spent all the money that I had, right? Like I, I spent money that I had, but I spent all the money that I had. Um, and so it was, it was money in and money out just as fast. So I was not being financially irresponsible. I was living within my means and all of that, but I was not getting ahead and I could have spent my entire life doing that. And I would have never gotten ahead. And the reality is when you're doing that for your entire life, you don't have flexibility for uh, emergency expenses and stuff. So you are more likely to end up with emergency debt, which will just continue to grow, etc. Now, here's when things turned around. Uh, my wife's dad actually gave me a, a pamphlet that was a copy of just the story, The Richest Man in Babylon. I later found that it's a whole book with a bunch of stories. Um, including that that one story of the richest man in Babylon. Uh, and I learned this basic principle, the step number one, this pay yourself first, the save 10% of everything you earn. And it really felt like slow starting, but it was a start. So I started slow. Um, my wife definitely helped me, um, definitely kept me motivated to do this. Uh, and it felt like it took forever to get going, to feel like, oh, you know, money is like really accumulating now. But then the cool thing that happens is it starts to snowball. And the more, the more that you have developed this discipline and the more that you are setting money aside and the more you go back to like that developing money-making skills, like most of my episodes of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets are focused on, it can really start to accumulate. Um, but, but I have to warn you, there are a lot of people who have made a lot of money and who, and maybe who have started with this step number one, but things went wrong. So I wanna talk about how things can go wrong or right before I wrap up. So one thing, one thing that can feel like, oh money, this, everything's going right with money is, oh, you get a big bonus. You get, uh, you get increasing income, you get, you get a raise, you get a big payday. Maybe if you're a copywriter, you get a big royalty check, right? And you're like, yes, I got all this unexpected money. Or even I hear about this every time tax refunds are coming out. People are like, yeah, I got a bunch of money. Or like when, when the government stimulus checks came out, oh, I got a bunch of money. I can, you know, do whatever I want with it. And you have some options. You can spend it all. Yeah. Um, and, and if you're still saving 10%, it, you wouldn't really be behind, I guess, by spending it all. But it's not the smartest thing to do. Maybe, maybe you want to spend 90% and save 10%, just like any other income. And that would be an okay thing to do. My experience though has been that if you truly actually do want to get rich, what you do with opportunities like that is you add most of that to your savings pile or savings bucket or whatever you want to call it. You save most of it. And then you spend a little bit of it. You can spend a little bit of it to be like, yay, it's celebration. Awesome. Right? And you still have that experience of celebration of like unexpected payday. Um, uh, likewise, let's say, let's say you get a raise, right? And you get a raise, it's like 20%. You could put 90% of that, uh, that new additional money that you're earning towards savings. And the other 10% just adds to your cost of living, you know, just, just money that you can spend. Uh, because even if someone starts off well, it can easily go wrong. If, for example, your lifestyle can creep up to always be matching whatever income you're earning. So you make a little bit more, you spend a little bit more, you make a little bit more, you spend a little bit more. And I've seen people who've just increased their income, increased their income, increased their income, or even worse, had one year of great income. And they're spending 
especially like ongoing commitments, has taken up all of that additional income. And that's when you can easily end up in a situation where you have like an emergency expense and then you're like, oh, debt. And then you give up on the save 10% and to pay yourself first and whatever, and it's not working and it's frustrating. But really like, if you want to do this, it's about consistency. And even if you have an emergency expense in one month, like you have to pull out of that savings, which hopefully you have some of it put where you can't touch it, right? I have, we have, emergency accounts that we can touch, like rainy day funds that we can touch. And we have accounts that are at various levels of being inaccessible, money that is mostly not available to be spent because that's how you are going to end up in a situation where you don't, you know, start pulling at it for whatever random thing you want to buy, right? Because it's about this consistency. It's about putting that money at, like out of reach, putting that money out of reach, putting that money out of reach. Uh, maybe in, in that smart investing that I talked about, but doing a little bit and 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 having that grow through time. And I guess I want to wrap up by addressing the, the objection like, but Roy, it's too late for me. Oh, Roy, that makes sense. Like, I've heard that that's great if you start in your 20s, but I'm 30 now. I've heard that's great if you start by your 30s, but I'm 40 now. I'm 50 now. I'm 60 now. I'm 70 now, right? Well, you know the old saying, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Next best time is today. Because if you don't plant it today, you're not going to have whatever it could be in 20 years, right? The thing is, if you're making income, if there's money coming in the door, you can do this, right? And for some people, it might be harder to save 10%. I'll acknowledge that. Like, man, there are things about living life today where things are more expensive than they have been in the past. I just saw something comparing what um, minimum wage got for boomers versus Generation X versus, um, versus millennials versus Generation Z. And yes, the, the minimum wage jobs cover less of things like housing and cover less of things like college and all of that, right? It is more expensive to live today. But, but if you're not doing this, if you're not doing this at all, if you make excuses, you're not going to have the benefit of it. And if you start at 70, are you going to get rich? Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, but you probably won't get poorer by making sure that you're at least setting aside a little bit of all the money that's coming in the door. And the important thing is start now and be consistent. Start now and be consistent. And then you can work on those money-making skills so you have even more money to set aside. Check out the links in the description. I'll include a link to The Richest Man in Babylon, which is a great book. It's available in lots of formats now because it's 100 years old. Um, it's, I strongly recommend it. It's an easy read, too, because it's written as parables about life in the city of Babylon, but it's just as relevant today. And don't forget to like and subscribe. You can subscribe here. You can also check the links in the description for more places that you can subscribe and get more from me. Again, most days are about copywriting, marketing, business building, other money-making skills. And sometimes I talk about how to actually make that money grow. So I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I will catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. 
Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.